0: Hello, and welcome to The Golden Chain, for the 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time. I'm Deacon Patrick. A reading from the Holy Gospel, according to Mark. The Pharisees approached Jesus and asked, Is it lawful for a husband to divorce his wife? They were testing him. He said to them in reply, What did Moses command you? They replied, Moses permitted a husband to write a bill of divorce and dismiss her. But Jesus told them, Because of the hardness of your hearts, he wrote you this commandment. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother, and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, no human being must separate. In the house, the disciples again questioned Jesus about this. He said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her, and if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. And people were bringing children to him, that he might touch them. But the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he became indignant and said to them, Let the children come to me. Do not prevent them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Amen, I say to you, whoever does not accept the kingdom of God like a child will not enter it. Then he embraced them and blessed them, placing his hands on them. The Gospel of the Lord. We're in for a treat. Uh, We'll get a sample of what I've come to call the one tapestry of the Gospels. And it happens throughout the Golden Chain. uh, And it's the... um, Way it's it's the uh, means by which uh, the um, forefathers of the church addressed the fact that there are a number of seeming discrepancies in the gospels. Modern uh, understanding views these through a psychological lens, um, saying, "Well, different people remember things different ways," but the, uh, ancient church fathers realized the Holy Spirit inspired this word. And there's a reason that we have things worded differently from, uh, the way that they are. And it's because it's one tapestry. It's not four gospels separate. It's one flowing tapestry. And, uh, so we'll get a, a sample of that from St. Augustine. However, first we get, uh, Theophilus, addressing uh, Jesus' response to the question from the Pharisees. They come to him indeed and do not quit him, lest the multitudes should believe on him, and by continually coming to him they thought to bring him into difficulty and to confuse him by their questions. For they proposed to him a question which had on either side a precipice, So that whether he said it was lawful for a man to put away his wife, or that it was not lawful, they might accuse him, and contradict what he said, out of the doctrines of Moses. Christ, therefore, being very wisdom, in answering their question, avoids their snares. Chrysostom. For being asked whether it is lawful, he does not immediately reply, It is not lawful lest they should raise an outcry but he first wished to answer them his he first wished to answer him as to the sentence of the law that they might that they by their answer might furnish him with what it was right to say And here we get to the one tapestry argument uh, of the Gospels, where St. Augustine will present uh, a slight difference between the Gospels and then uh, illustrate how they're actually one tapestry. Augustine, it makes nothing, however, to the truth of the fact, whether, as Matthew says, they themselves addressed to the lord the question concerning the bill of divorcement allowing to them by moses allowed to them by moses on our lord's forbidding the separation and confirming his sentence from the law or whether it was in answer to a question of his that they said this concerning the command of moses as mark here says for his wish was to give them no reason why moses permitted it before they themselves had mentioned the fact, since then the wish of the parties speaking, which is that the words ought to express, which is what the words ought to express, is in either way shown. there is no discrepancy, though there be a difference in the way of relating it. It may also be meant that, as Mark expresses it, the question put to them by the Lord, what did Moses command was in answer to those who had previously asked his opinion concerning the putting away of a wife and when they had replied that Moses permitted them to write a bill of divorcement and to put her away his answer was concerning that same law given by Moses how God instituted the marriage of a male and a female saying those things which Matthew relates on hearing which they again asked which they again rejoined what they had replied to him when he first asked them, namely, why did Moses command? Augustine continues, Moses, however, was against a man's dismissing his wife, for he interposed this delay, that a person whose mind was bent on separation might be deterred by the writing of the bill and desist particularly since, as it related among the Hebrews, no one was allowed to write Hebrew characters but the scribes. The law, therefore, wished to send him, whom it ordered to give a bill of divorcement, before he dismissed his wife to them, who ought to be wise interpreters of the law and just opponents of quarrel. For a bill could only be written for him by men, who were who by their good advice might overrule him, since his circumstances and necessity had put him into their hands, and so by treating between him and his wife they might persuade them to love and concord. But if a hatred so great had arisen that it could not be extinguished and corrected, then indeed a bill was to be written that he might not lightly be put away her who was the object of his hate in such a way as to prevent his being recalled to the love which he owed her by marriage through the persuasion of the wise. For this reason it is added, for the hardness of your hearts he wrote this precept. For great was the hardness of heart which could not be melted or bent to the taking back and recalling the love of marriage, even by the interposition of a bill in a way which gave room for the just and wise to dissuade them. BD The reward, then, of marriage is of two to become one flesh. Virginity being joined to the spirit becomes of one spirit. The gloss, for a repetition of a saying of the word produces not weariness, but thirst and hunger. Wherefore it is said, they that eat me shall yet be hungry, and they that drink me shall yet be thirsty. For the tasting of the honeyed words of wisdom yields all manner of savor to them who love her. Origin, If any of those who profess to hold the office of teaching in the church should see a person bringing to them some of the foolish of this world, and low-born and weak, who for this reason are called children and infants, let him not forbid the man who offers such an one to the Savior, as though he were acting without judgment. After this he exhorts those of his disciples who are already grown to full stature, to condescend, to be useful to children, that they may become two children as children, that they may gain children, for he himself, when he <clears throat> was in the form of God, humbled himself, and became a child. Chrysostom. For indeed the mind of a child is pure from all passions, for which reason we ought by free choice to do those works which children have by nature. Theophilus. Persons who have both in their intention and their work the harmlessness and simplicity which children have by nature. Beattie. A child does not contradict his teachers nor put together reasons and words against them, but receives the faith. What, <clears throat> what they teach, and obeys them with awe, so we also are to receive the word of the Lord with simple obedience, and without any gainsaying. pseudo Chrysostom, fitly does he take them up into his arms, to bless them, as it were, lifting into his own bosom, and reconciling himself to his creation, which in the beginning fell from him, and was separated from him. May Christ startle you with joy.